what is the remedy for this then? What is the remedy that will lead us to self-love? What is the remedy that will lead us to actually starting to take action on our own best interests, on our own desires, perceptions, thoughts, emotions, feelings? Welcome to Talk Deep to Me. I'm Tatiana Desire, and I'll be answering your burning questions when it comes to self-development, healing, and spirituality. This way, you don't have to get lost in the rabbit holes of the internet and put the thousands of puzzle pieces together all by yourself. That's what you got me and the tarot for. So, let's dive deep, shall we? Welcome to today's episode. It's called How to Love Yourself. So, from the last episode we had, which was the full moon eclipse in Taurus. After that, I was thinking, hmm, I want to do an episode that kind of like ties in with that theme, self-worth. And at first I was thinking like, huh, maybe I should do like how to find your sense of worth. How to, I don't know, something with self-worth. But it wasn't feeling like really like that's the one, you know. So I waited on it and yesterday, last evening, it just came to me, how to love yourself. And I was like, yes, that's the one. That's the one we're going to do. That's the one we're going to record. That's the one we're going to explore. That's the one we're going to discover. And honestly, um, I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited. I have shuffled the cards, but I have not looked at them yet, so I have, like, no idea whatsoever what we are going to be covering in this episode. But, regardless, I know it's gonna be fun, interesting, helpful, insightful. Or at least that's what I feel like whenever I'm like doing these readings. I'm like, oh my gosh, of course, that makes so much sense. It's so fucking fun for me, you know, because literally for me, it's just like an unfolding. It's an exploration. It's me tuning into the cards and feeling them, seeing them, hearing them within me. And it's kind of like I'm being led step by step. And it's kind of like a puzzle, and I'm like gathering different pieces and then at the end it's like, aha, now I see the whole picture, right? Or like at least I see more of the picture than before the reading. And that is basically, you know, what I'm intending for y'all with these readings that you too can start gathering those pieces and create a new perspective on certain topics that for many of us are difficult to grasp or like, yeah, okay, we all know that we should love ourselves and it's good to have self-love and la la la, but how the actual fuck do you do it? (laughs) You know, like how do we make that practice practical? How do we get from not loving ourselves to loving ourselves? You know, 
we all know that we should love ourselves or whatever, you know, it's good, but how? And that is my main intention with this podcast. Now, before we move on to the reading, I want to mention that this reading is a general collective reading, meaning that what I'm reading here is... um, I'm reading the question of how to love yourselves on a collective level. So how, what information can come through that will help uh, the general population when it comes to self-love. However, I do offer private readings in which the reading would be specifically for your energy. You know, I'm reading, I'm asking for you, for your energy. I'm connecting to your energy and the answers there, the guidance, the prompts, the ABZ, the one, two, three, the how is specifically costume made, costume channeled for you. If that is something that interests you, I have a link in the description. You can click there and book a reading with me. And honestly, let's just like go for it. (laughs) I find those readings super fucking exciting because I love connecting with you all. So how do you know if this reading, what I call the breakthrough reading, is a reading for you? Well, if you're a person who is really committed to your own personal growth and personal development. I mean, motherfuckers, we're a fucking match. That's what we're all about. If you're a person who is committed or in the path of self-discovery, self-exploration, and self-healing, we are a match. (laughs) Like, come on, let's go on a date already, shall we? If you are a person wanting to expand your self-awareness, if you're on a spiritual journey, if you have goals, desires that you want to move towards you, but you feel stuck and don't know how to get from point A to point B, I'm your girl. If you are feeling like, you know, you're looking and searching and deep diving on all different pages on the internet to find the answers, the hows to to your many questions, to solve those problems and issues that you're experiencing in your life, but you feel like either you have 10,000 tabs open and you're not finding shit, or maybe you have 10,000 tabs open and you're finding a lot of shit, but you don't know which of those modalities, exercises, you don't know where to start because there's like an over, like a ton of information. Well, those readings are absolutely perfect for you because what we do is that we, first of all, break down the patterns, the subconscious patterns that are affecting whatever it is that you're experiencing in your life. And from that, we also, what's the word? Like, we also identify that's the word identify what quote-unquote blocks are in your way like what patterns what is stopping you what is holding you back from getting there Um, and then third we look at different ways 
different uh, shadow work prompts, inner work prompts, uh, different exercises, techniques, modalities that you can use in order to create resolve in those patterns, in those di um, dynamics, in those emotions without re resolution, how you can heal. That's what we do in the reading. So it's basically a mapping of how to get yourself from A to B with the understanding behind those dynamics, with the self-awareness we're growing in self-awareness and we're resolving deep pains so if you're interested in that definitely hit the link in the description and i mean let's dive deep shall we <laughs> now let's move on to this episode's reading which is how to love yourself. So let's begin, shall we? I have laid the oracle cards to begin with in front of me on the table. We're going to move on to the tarot cards a little bit later, but first we're going to be exploring the oracle cards. <sighs> To begin this reading, I actually asked a question that goes like this. What is the collective blind spot? Meaning, what is it that we don't see as a collective when it comes to self-love, when it comes to how to love ourselves? And I picked a card from one of my favorite decks, the blind spot deck. And whoa, 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 whoa. It connected so much with the rest of the cards that I laid in front of me. And I, I, I wrote two pages on my notebook here. So let's see how, how I start. Mm. How I start, <laughs> what is it called? Like, um... I need to thread this out, you know, like I'm not this. It's a bunch of information and this is just uh, the top. So let's define what it is to love yourself, what it is to love. Yeah, love yourself. So from what I am seeing here and from what I've already, you know, digged up, here is the definition of self-love. It's to choose yourself, taking your best interest into consideration and act on them. It's not necessarily having a positive emotion towards yourself. It's more that you're actually choosing, you're making decisions that are in the best interest of you. The funny thing is that that in itself, you know, making choices that are in the best interest for you is what creates 
that positive emotion towards yourself. So it's not like the first, like the positive emotion happens first and then you take action. No, it's actually in reverse. First comes the choice and then comes the positive emotion. I need water. So that is how we are going to define self-love or what it is to love yourself in this reading. Choosing yourself, taking your best interest into consideration and acting on them. So what I'm seeing here is that a general blind spot for the collective is that we are the actual card is called wavering and it's actually like what i'm seeing is a person like standing and just looking around it's like i don't even know where to go like i don't know in, in what direction i should move i don't know like i'm just standing here and i, I don't know and how come it how come we don't know what we want? Because we're not in tune with ourselves. We're not in tune with our own thoughts, feelings, perspectives, desires, our passions, with our internal drive. Because... For many of us, we've been taught or we've been programmed to or conditioned to disconnect from our, from our sense of self. Because our sense of self might have caused negative consequences in the past. So it's kind of like we've disconnected from our own bodies, from our own sense of self, of, from our own sense of, hmm, what feels good to me? Where do I want to go? What is my stance on this? What is my perspective? And we'd, we've adopted the thoughts, emotions, perspectives, points of views of those around us in order to survive. Like we've we've have to we've had to give up part of ourselves in order to be loved by others. In order to feel accepted and connected to others. I wrote some things that I want to read for you in my notebook. It was as I was taking notes when reading the um, text from the wavering card from the blind spot oracle deck. So these are my own thoughts 
and my own connections I've made when it comes to self-love and whatever came up in that card. So here's what I wrote. No stance, no movement, no direction. What feels good? What if you get stuck between options? We have our own thoughts, feelings, passions, desires, perception. Why is it that we put them aside? Why is it that we cannot own those and take action on those? What, where, or are the consequences of choosing and expressing ourselves and going towards what we want? Or what are the perceived consequences? Why do we give ourselves away for others rather than owning ourselves to ourselves? Or owing ourselves, not owning ourselves, owing ourselves to ourselves. Can we depend on ourselves? Do we got our own backs? Maybe in our past, we felt like we couldn't have ourselves. We couldn't pursue our own thoughts, feelings, passions, desires, perceptions. Because that would mean, you know, those negative consequences. Was it wrong in your childhood for you to take your best interest into consideration? Was it wrong in your childhood for you to take your best interest as your highest priority? Were you wronged for doing so? Were you shamed for doing so? Did you have to put your best interest aside and take the best interest of others into consideration before your own in order to not lose connection from them? If I choose what what is in my best interest, what consequences am I afraid that I will have to meet? And how do I even know what it is that is in my best interest? If I've been disconnected from myself and my own best interest from such, for such a long time. So I know there's like a bunch of questions there. <laughs> and if any of those questions affected you internally some way, somehow... That's an indication that that's one of the questions you should explore. Like, ask yourself that question that, you know, ooh, something happened inside of me. Whew. You could just journal on it. You could feel into it. So, what is the remedy for this then? What is the remedy that will lead us to self-love? What is the remedy that will lead us to actually starting to take action on our own best interest, on our own desires, perceptions, thoughts, emotions, feelings. And that is to start creating a relationship with yourself. Start listening and attuning to yourself. And you're like, yeah, 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 yeah. But how? How do you do it? So one of the messages I'm seeing here, it's kind of like, <laughs> if you were to separate yourself from you, like, or maybe like clone yourself, maybe. I don't know how to put this, but let's pretend that you're like you're separating yourself from yourself or cloning yourself so that you can like observe you when you're met 
in a in a decision in something that you want to do or when you're like in that no no type of movement towards anything in that type of state if you look at yourself from an external perspective let's begin it this way there are many things actually here if you would look at yourself from <clears throat> an external perspective and you would ask yourself what is in the best interest of this person here's the thing you're probably very good at doing that already because you've had to disconnect yourself from yourself in order to adapt to the needs and best interests of others so what if you adapt that strategy but put it like use it on yourself so objectively looking at your life detaching from your own like panic of like oh my god should i take this job or that job uh, well you know they want me at that job because this and this and that so but they the other side are like blah 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 well that's what you've learned to do you're taking other people's opinions thoughts emotions into consideration before you're taking your own so that is the time to like boop. <laughs> look at yourself from an external perspective, objective perspective, and pretend like you are another person, like you don't know. And like your job is to find out what is in the actual best interest for that person. What is aligned to... their feelings their emotions their thoughts their, their desires like you could even like sit down and interview yourself you know like pretend that pretend that like pretend like your biggest job or like your main job here is to get to know like let's pretend you meet a stranger and you need to make a decision for them. Uh, and of course, your intention is to make the decision that is best for them. How, what, like, what questions will you ask them? In order to find out what is actually in their best interest. So write all of those things down and then ask yourself that. You could, like... Be sitting down and like let, let's pretend you, you have to make a choice between um, taking that job or the other job or you need to make a choice between uh, it could be whatever my brain is not coming up with those so you can ask yourself what do you feel towards job number one what do you feel towards job number two and maybe the answer of that person, if it were a stranger, they would start talking about them. So would you say then, okay, cool. That's cool that you're taking them, the others into consideration. But if they would not exist and what they thought didn't matter, how would you feel toward that job? How would you... Does that job light up your desires? 
Do you feel excitement towards that? Which feels better in your body? What do you actually like doing in your free time? Does any of that, those things in that option reflect the things that you actually like? And if you don't know what you like, why is it that you don't try new things to explore what you like? So you get the gist of it, you know, like really trying to get to know if that was a stranger, but it's you. How would you do to really get to the root deep? Like, what questions would you ask in order to be able to make a decision that is actually in the best interest of that person? Do that, like reverse it, but do it on yourself. That is one way to start taking your own best interests into consideration. And then, once you have actually... discovered you know the answer oh well it seems like this is the best thing to like the best action to take when it comes to you know taking my best interest into consideration then do the damn thing go towards it like do the thing take that job make that decision that you like yeah do it and in the process of doing it, like once you actually make that choice and once you actually live out that experience that you made a choice for, you're going to be gaining more information. Like it's through that process that you're gaining a sense of self, a sense of what your best interests are. So let's say that you decided that, OK, so this job is actually in my best interest. And inside of that job, there are new things you discover. Ooh, there is something here that doesn't feel good to me. Interesting. That is giving you information. And it's actually in those moments in which things don't feel good to us, in which we're experiencing a negative emotion, that's kind of like a signal from our own system that is telling us, Yo, there is something here that is out of alignment with our best interest. There is something here that is out of alignment with what we desire. There is something here that is kind of like, mm, something here needs your attention. So that is giving you an opportunity to actually start tuning in to yourself. And you're like, so... What the fuck is tuning into yourself? How do you do that? Like, I've never done it. Okay, I'm going to tell you what exactly it is to tune into yourself. And like, this is the fucking gift of emotions. That emotions are super fucking good teachers when it comes to tuning into ourselves, to getting to know ourselves, to discover who we actually are, to connect with our intuition because all of those things live in our bodies like our bodies have so much information about us like there is a natural body wisdom our bodies are part of nature and nature if you look at nature everywhere it has fucking wisdom it's intelligent 
You don't need to tell it how to do or what to do. It just does it from its own natural flow of the intelligence of life, you know? So when we start attuning to ourselves, we're able to start listening and becoming more open to our own guidance, our own self-knowingness, self sense of self, it is. So I'm going to teach you how to attune to yourself, how to tune into yourself. So let's say that you're experiencing a negative emotion. The first thing is to actually go to a place in which you can be, you know, in peace, alone, by yourself, you know, spend time with you. <laughs> and here's the first thing, like, usually when we experience negative emotion, what we do is we try to turn away from it, you know, like, ah, okay, I'm just gonna leave you and like go somewhere else. But what if that negative emotion is part of you? And you're just doing that which you've been taught your whole life, which is to turn away from you and just leave part of you behind. Well, that part of you that is feeling negative emotion, it's trying to tell you there is something here that is not in my best interest. There's something here I need to communicate with you. There is something here that needs to come to, to, to the surface. So the first step is to do the opposite of what you've done before, which is turning away from it, right? The opposite of that is to turn it towards it. So turn towards your negative emotion. How do you do that? You sit down and start allowing yourself to experience the negative emotion inside of your body. How does negative emotion feel inside of your body? Let's say that you're feeling anxious, okay? How does anxiety feel inside of your body? How do you know that you are anxious? Ooh, yeah, I'm feeling like my heart is pounding really hard. And I have a knot in my belly and my, my, I cannot stop moving my legs. Like there's a nervous shaking. Oof, yeah, this pressure on my chest is kind of like traveling up to my throat and I feel a contraction on my throat. Ooh, those are the things. That, that is attuning to your body, attuning to your emotion, attuning to, your, to yourself. It's actually starting to track the sensations in your body and observing them and following them. And as we do that, there are, okay, first of all, if this is something you've never done in your life, this might take, you know, a couple of tries to actually get into it, like, because our normal re um, response to that has to be to turn away from it. So it's kind of like a redirection to, okay, internal, and our nervous system capacity isn't, or our capacity to, to feel emotion, like, if we have not done that before, it's probably, like, our capacity is not that big. So don't, like, do yourself wrong for, like, not being the best at it at the first try. Like, 
maybe just have the ability to be for that emotion for 30 seconds and then it's just overwhelming well then you can like you you can't always make that choice how long do you want to be with it but the more you actually allow yourself to experience the sensations of that emotions the larger the capacity it is for you to experience you know the highs and lows of life so continue tracking the sensations and with time you'll get better at actually noticing the sensations in your body and putting your attention and focus in it and as you do that as you put your focus as you spend time with those sensations you're actually processing that energy because emotion is essentially energy you're processing that energy so there are different things that can can and i don't know will but that happens during this process one is that you're actually processing that energy and that processing that energy leaves your 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 system and you start feeling better and that emotion is giving you new information about you know why it is there what is important to it what feels good and doesn't feel good to it what feels bad sometimes when we spend time in those sensations and really close our eyes and like really dive deep into that internal world our emotions can give us messages through images symbolic images for example or even by like hearing words or something and in, at this point what i want you to do or like once you're like in the world of your in your sensations what once you're like in it once you've like okay so so my heart is pounding and there is a contraction and it's moving up to my throat and i feel that not in my belly once you're like okay i'm there i'm in it what you can do is to start actually talking to that emotion asking it questions to like the same way you did with you know the stranger or like just making decisions like interviewing it you can basically do that with your own emotions so say you're in that state now you're feeling anxious your attention is turned inwards your attention your focus is on those sensations you can ask that emotion what is making you feel anxious for example and sometimes you'll just know the answer other times you might see a symbolic image of it other times you might kind of like hear the answer and other times it might be difficult to connect with the answer but usually the first thing that arrives or arises as a, a response to that question that's usually usually the answer to go with what we don't want to do here is to come up with the answers from the brain like our mind is trying to figure out what the answer to that question we're putting uh, giving uh, asking <laughs> our emotions like nah don't try to figure it out think it out don't try to figure out what makes sense for this emotion to answer rather uh, allow the answer to like arise to pop up you like you're watching like a, a screen movie screen like your internal world your senses your internal senses 
they are like a movie screen or like a VR experience or whatever. Allow whatever pops up to pop up. That is how you attune yourself to yourself. So in that process, I want you to ask your emotions a bunch of fucking questions like go like go for it, you know, go for it. <laughs> Get to know that emotion as well as you can. One important question that I really think like after you have gotten to know it, you know, after you've understood its concerns, after you've understood why it's there, after you've understood what it's trying to tell you, after you've explored it and you feel like, oh, it makes, it actually makes really sense for this emotion to exist. Actually, that's the attitude you should go towards your emotion in the first place. Like, even though you mentally don't understand the emotion, like anything that comes up in this process go into it with the attitude of anything that comes up in this process is valid like there is there is nothing that can come up in this process that can be deemed as wrong so the important question as you've like started to develop this connection and relationship with your emotion is to ask it what is it that you need right now? And when you ask that question and you get the answer, give yourself that thing. Give your emotion that thing. You can either visualize that you give that thing to your emotion energetically. Say your emotion says, I just need to be. Then just be. Be present with it. Maybe your emotion says, I need a hug. So visualize yourself hugging yourself. Visualize or feel the energy of hugging that emotion, like energetically hug that emotion. And in that process, in feeling your emotions and meeting its need, you're again creating this relationship with yourself, right? You're taking an action that is in the best interest of a, a part of you, and that in turn through the whole like the whole process will help you make feel more positive emotion towards yourself but what is self love what is loving yourself how do you love yourself when you take your best interests into consideration and act on them so let's move on to the tarot okay let's see so now I have laid the tarot cards that I pre-shuffled here. And <laughs> I'm looking at some of the cards here. And it's interesting how the idea of taking your best interests into consideration and acting on them pops up again. So in the Oracle cards, we had a, a, one, a card that is called Protection. And I was like, hmm, interesting, right? protecting yourself your safety comfort comes first your safety is in your best interest you know that idea that's where that leads me but then we have one card here it's called the public defendant defender and it's in reverse 
And that is connecting me to the idea of protection, you know, like a lawyer that is defending someone, protecting someone, looking at the best interest, out for the best interest legally for someone. And then we have the ace of inspiration just underneath. And that is making me think of taking action in your best interest. Defend your best interest. Defend your rights. Defend your 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 safety. So I just find it interesting that that concept is, that idea is really like popping up again. So in looking at these cards, we got lots and lots of reversals, which is internalized energy. And this is telling me that in order to start the process of learning how to love ourselves, we kind of like, if the world is a reflection, if the world is kind of like our interface, like a game interface, okay? We need to check in with ourselves. Like, how do we respond to what we are observing in our external reality? Yeah, that is one of the practices too, to actually get to know yourself or like developing that sense of self. And as you develop that sense of self, you're also getting to know what it is that is in your best interest. So here is another practice. Like as you move in the world, in your life, externally, like in the world, you get out of the door and you, things happen, you know? What, like, how does your body, your internal world respond to what is happening externally? And what information is that giving you about yourself? If you were a researcher, like, if you go to the grocery store and you see tomatoes and you go like, uh, ooh, that's a response, right? Uh, like, that's an in internal response to something external. You see the tomato, your body goes like, uh, and your face goes like, uh, right? What information is that response giving you about yourself? that you probably don't like tomatoes or that you perceive that tomatoes are disgusting or maybe you've eaten tomatoes in the past and you know that you don't like them or maybe it's telling you that for some reason you think that you will not like them or it looks like something that you don't like it doesn't look appetizing appetizing to you you know that's that's the main point I'm going to tune a little bit deeper into some of the cards and let's see what m deeper messages or what, I don't know if they're going to be deeper or whatever, but let's see what messages come through, shall we? So the idea of taking yourself into the into your best interest into consideration is coming up yet again. But this time it comes from this point of perspective, okay? So I know that we all have had different experiences when it comes to you know our parents our childhood but all of us have a desire to be taken care of to be nurtured and some of us really got that experience from time to time from our parents from our mothers and some of us maybe didn't get that in the way that we really needed and desired Regardless, I want you to, like, maybe you have this vision of how you would want that to look like. 
how you would have loved to be taken care of, you know? How, how does the ideal mother be in your head, you know? How, how does the perfect mother take care of her child? And even if you don't have like a clear image of what does of what that does look like, you can just look back to your childhood and be like, huh, when my parents did that, I did not like it. This is how I would have wanted it to be like instead. And do that, like give yourself that. Feed yourself the way you wish your parents would have fed you or maybe even like when you see a newborn baby you know and the mama is like oh hey baby here's the food like they give their attention their loving attention towards that baby like the baby is helpless you know like they, they can't they can't literally like they can't take care of their own best interests so they are dependent on their parents for the parents to take their best interest into consideration, right? Or else they will not survive. Or they might, you know, survive, but, but like, they will be lacking. But just paint that picture in your head, like a newborn and the mother just putting all of their positive in focus and attention and, like, the taking care of it, like that. So, if you would... How would it look like if you took that type of energy and applied it to yourself? How would you feel, feed yourself? What type of food would you give yourself? How would you wash yourself when you shower? Would you take a bath today or would you shower today? Would you, like, br brush, like, you know, those things that mamas do? How would you do them towards yourself if you were, like, a newborn baby? How would you take yourself, take care of yourself if you were a newborn baby and you were your own mama? Start acting that way. How would you clothe yourself? What type of clothing would you would you um, clothe yourself with when you go out? What type of things do parents think about when it comes to their newborn baby? Start taking those things into consideration when it comes to yourself. How do they take care of their emotional and physical needs? When the baby is crying, what do they do with the baby? Can you do that with yourself too? Does it feel good? How can you help yourself to move towards what feels good? How can you love yourself when it doesn't feel good? We've already covered that, you know? <laughs> How can you nurture yourself? Like a mama would nurture you, a baby. Or here's another perspective. What if you were the king of a nation, a country? 
And your job is to basically create laws <laughs> that are in the best benefit of the people of this country. If you pretend that you, your body, and all the different parts that live inside of you, you know, the part that is sad, the part that wants to wants to I don't know that wants to play games all the day the part of you that is really excited about something the part of you you know the different parts of you if they were the population of a country how would the king lead that country how would the king find what's in the best interest for that country how would the king create peace when it comes to conflicts within that country? What values are important for the people in that country? I love how many different perspectives or like different ways of seeing, looking at this idea of taking care of your best interest is, is, is coming up. I find that really, really interesting. So, okay, let me tune into uh, other cards too. So the idea that there are parts within you that have negative, that are feeling negatively or holding, you know, events are holding events that have affected them in a negative way. So they hold beliefs, thoughts about themselves and the world that are negative. That's an idea that is coming up. And when it comes to this specific, you know, when it comes to those different parts, when it comes to um, also inner conflicts, like I asked, how would the king resolve inner conflicts? If this is something you're interested in, like I have a podcast, like we have an, an episode that is called The Recipe of Transformation, in which like the whole episode is just about how to create internal resolution and create transformation and getting to know those different parts. So one of the things here that also will lead into taking your best interests into consideration is that, that you actually get to know and move towards the pains that these parts hold, that you actually help them resolve those events that, that kind of made them be stuck in that uh, in that sadness in that fear in that whatever it is resolving emotional patterns traumas and the beginning of this is actually the process we talked about, about attuning into our emotions ourselves and how we speak, how we be, how we treat those negative emotions that we experience. That is one way of doing it. The recipe of transformation is another way of doing it. And then there is a process called the completion process by Teal Swan that also helps us to create resolution within those memories that are traumatic that we hold. So this is one of the things that is being pointed out here. Because it's actually when we go into those past hurts and pains and we resolve them that we can actually let them go and create something new. 
because that energy from that un unprocessed trauma that unpro those unprocessed emotions they still are inside of our body because they're not processed and in doing that we're allowing them to process and move through and as that energy moves through and we resolve those memories we're creating space for new things to come in we're creating space for new new things and we're also creating more understanding for ourselves we are getting to know ourselves and getting to know our wants our needs what the different parts of you desire different parts of us desire and what the best interests of those parts are and you'll also find out that those parts within you are actually looking for the best interests of you they have a positive intent right so this is like a like the whole process of how to love ourselves is actually a real fucking deep self-discovery, self-exploration journey and a fucking healing journey. Like this is fucking deep stuff. So I have two more cards that I'm going to tune into. And let's see what comes up with that and then we're going to what's it called round up this reading. <laughs> I need to go to work. Yay. Okay, let's do that. <laughs> so, remember how in the beginning we spoke about, you know, kind of like... One of the blind spots is that we have like no stance, no movement, no direction. Like we're not expressing our thoughts, feelings, passions, desires, per perceptions. So... As we go through this process that we're doing, we're learning to do to do that. Well, here is something like one like like the last piece that wants to come through in this reading is you know like express those things, put it out in the world, allow those parts to be seen. Like for instance, say that you are um you're feeling a negative emotions you're going you're going through that process right what if that emotion would paint like painting out what if that emotion would create a dance to express whatever it is that it's feeling what if you desire to to i don't know like be a painter you desire to cook something um, be a chef I don't know like allow yourself to express those desires express it physically put it out in the world and it doesn't always need to be in a way like the whole world needs to see it like sometimes it's just like putting it out and expressing it so that you can witness it yourself that is like the first stage because for many of us it doesn't feel safe to be seen by others or it doesn't feel safe to express ourselves for others to others so that that um, that process begins with ourselves like express the things like admit the things you want as you start getting to know that admit them out loud express them out loud create something out of them to express it and allow yourself to witness it allow yourself 
to witness your perception. Allow yourself to witness your thoughts. Allow yourself to 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 witness your feeling. And when I say witness, I'm talking, you know, both internally, but also through creating something out of that internal experience so that you can experience it as an external thing, as a physical thing. So maybe witnessing your sadness would be like, say you're sad, you witness it in, in, in your sensations, in your inner body, in your inner world, how it feels in your body. That is one part of witnessing it. But maybe you paint it like you paint your sadness. There you have a physical thing to witness that your sadness created. So you're physically witnessing your sadness. Or maybe you look at yourself in the mirror as you cry. You're witnessing externally your sadness. Or maybe you hear how you're crying. Like you put your focus on hearing you're crying. Or maybe... I don't know. You get the point. Something external to witness it. And as you start witnessing externally, that will create more capacity in your system to allow others to witness them. And if you have, for example, a thought or, or a perception, maybe you, you can just like say it out loud and listen to yourself saying it. Or maybe you can record uh, a voice memo of it, a video of it of that opinion, of that perception, of that thing. And it might feel uncomfortable at first because you probably don't feel safe witnessing yourself if you've never been taught how to do that. But do it one step at a time. And maybe certain emotions come up as we do that, then you have a chance to attune inwards again. <sighs> okay, <clears throat> my throat. I need water. Okay, my loves, <laughs> I hope that this episode, that this reading has been helpful to you and that you've, one, found new perspective, gained new perspectives on what loving yourself is and how to do it. And I hope that, like, we've got different ways of doing this. I hope that at least one of them resonates with you and that you can try it out. <laughs> um, wishing you the best in your journey. And if you desire more support, I'm here for it. You can check out my Instagram at Tatiana Desire underscore. I have a YouTube channel, Tatiana Desire. I have pick a card readings there and... If you're interested in a personal reading, the link is in the description box. Thank you for being here and I'm sending tons and tons and tons of love your way. Thank you.